Hello, wrestling people. That's right, something different. Trying a different app right now for the podcast. Well, I should say for quick hits. We don't know if we're going to use it for the Pro Wrestling Podcast, which, by the way, you can follow us on Twitter at ProWPodcast. Um, I'm Matt Federico, by the way. Thank you for stopping by and joining us. Hopefully with this app, I can do a little bit more than 15 minutes each week. Uh, No, this is just for you fans. I know you love the show. Uh, Let's get into... Let's get into some topics today. Uh, if you guys were listening to the Pro Wrestling Podcast, uh, me and Nick were doing it remotely. Towards the end of the podcast, on the last segment, we are supposed to talk about Ronda Rousey and her Money in the Bank match uh, and how ESPN was covering it. I was having problems hearing Nick so that's why I kind of went silent during that segment and then like right at the end I finally got the connection back but we only had like a minute and some change just enough time for Nick to get through the plug so I'm like just end the show um I'll touch up about the Ronda Rousey situation on quick hits so uh that's where we're at right now so let's back it up now um Ronda Rousey was involved in her first singles match at Money in the Bank. And not only was it her first singles match, but it was also for the women's champ the Raw Women's Championship. Uh she went up against Nia Jax. And as I said before, it's Money in the Bank. There was a women's Money in the Bank match earlier in the night. Spoiler alert. Alexa Bliss wins. Another spoiler alert. I don't know why I keep saying spoiler alert. I mean, it's been like a week. Anywho, um, Alexa Bliss cashes in that night, right in the middle of the match. Well, it wasn't really in the middle of the match. She came out and attacked them, uh, Nia Jax and Ronda Rousey, causing a DQ match was thrown out. And uh, the match between her and Nia Jax then was able to get underway. It started. And uh, Alexa Bliss, your new Raw Women's Champion. So the next night on Monday Night Raw, you have Ronda Rousey. Obviously, she's upset. She puts her hands on Kurt Angle, who's the general manager of Monday Night Raw. The, a bunch of referees came out. She starts attacking them. So to punish her, Kurt Angle suspended her for 30 days. Which ESPN started covering. and you know, I, I found it a little humorous. My future father-in-law, he's not a wrestling fan. He's seen the coverage from like ESPN. He asked me, he goes, did they really suspend her? I'm like, no, that's a storyline. She went crazy. She lost a match. But uh, that's where the storyline is at right now. I know Nick wasn't a fan of it. Especially the finish at Money in the Bank. Uh, I see it as a good way to do it. Because really Nia Jax, she's the monster of the women's division. Who are you going to have beat her? 
Oh yeah, you got Ronda Rousey, but she's such a big, high-profile name that even if you put the belt on her, you kind of are in the same boat. Like, who do we have beat her? Who do we have take the belt off of her? So the Money in the Bank contract, I thought, really did a good job protecting the championship. Because now Alexa Bliss is back to being a five-time women's champion. So now whoever you have eventually beat her will be believable. You can do it. Um, so that's kind of where that's at right now. I'm a fan of it. Uh, I always liked Alexa Bliss. She's done a lot better for herself than what I ever imagined. I thought she did really well over on SmackDown when she won the championship over there. And then uh, when she got moved over to Monday night, I thought it would be interesting how they used her, if they would push her to the top or she would like completely flop. You know, because you, you have Sasha Banks over there. You, you have Bailey. And uh, before Alexa Bliss came over, they were really pushing those two. And I even made the comment to Nick earlier in the week. I told him I'm making a bold prediction. I'm going to stand by that prediction. Alexa Bliss, future WWE Hall of Famer. The right she's going, I can see it happening. Now, what will happen with Ronda Rousey next? Well, obviously she'll probably serve that 30-day suspension. Uh, I see her coming back kind of in the same spot, maybe feuding with Alexa Bliss or Nia Jax or even both. Um, who knows, maybe they can even set up like a triple threat match or something at SummerSlam. I mean, that would probably be the logical thing to do is get Ronda Rousey involved in some capacity at SummerSlam. Uh, so we're going to switch gears here. Uh, let me do the WWE Network Pick of the Week. Uh, that's a segment I like to do on this show where uh, I'll watch something on the WWE Network that I think is worth watching. So I tell you guys, I give you my opinion, and uh, kind of basically I'm promoting a show for the WWE Network. And uh, this show that I would like to promote is WWE Photoshoot featuring Goldust. Uh, Goldust is actually one of my favorite characters. I know that seems kind of weird to say, but he's just been around for so long. And it's hard to picture that the guy that's a son of a WWE Hall of Famer and Dusty Rhodes would walk around with gold face paint and wigs and a gold jumpsuit and kissing opponents. and But um, the backstory is... He wanted out of the road's shadow, basically. He wanted to be his own wrestler. So he took a chance with the Goldust gimmick that was presented in front of him. Um, at the time, McMahon kept describing it. I forget what word it was he used, but it was a word that Goldust didn't know the definition of. So after the phone conversation, he did look it up and he was just like, man, what did I get myself into? I thought that was kind of funny. But uh, always with that show, you get a glimpse into the career of whoever they have on the show. This time around it being Goldust. 
Uh, it's nice walking down memory lane. And uh, he even seen pictures of his father uh, back in the day when he got the chance to actually team up with him. And uh, he did break down a little bit. He shed some tears, but yeah, it was expected, I guess. I mean, when you think gold dust, you start thinking about Dustin, Dusty Rhodes. Uh, you start thinking about Cody Rhodes and the whole Rhodes family, uh, which is ironic considering that's what Goldust didn't want. But it's what we have. And I'm pretty sure he's happy with that. He's okay with that, I would think. So uh, let's move over to SmackDown. There was a lot of things that happened this week, especially on SmackDown. I felt like we did a good job covering it on the Pro Wrestling Podcast. Uh, One storyline, though, that we didn't get a chance to cover, and I'm going to cover it for you guys right now, is uh, Sanity. They finally made their debut. Uh, They pretty much beat down the Usos. It was like a squash kind of thing. The trio showed up, beat them down. Pretty basic, standard stuff. Announcers get behind them. So, moving forward, yeah, they're more than likely going to be feuding with the Usos. I see them ultimately winning that one. Seeing how they're new on the main roster, and there's three of them, and there's only two Usos. Uh, I've said it before, I'm interested to see how Sandy does, especially since they have Eric Young. Eric Young is a former impact world champion i you know i don't really watch impact a whole lot anymore but back when i did eric young was in there and i was always a fan of his he's very entertaining it doesn't matter if he's playing like a, a psycho gimmick like what he's doing now or you now i remember back when he was in team canada and that group disbanded and he started getting paranoid that he was going to get fired. He'd wear shirts that say, Don't Fire Eric Young. Uh, very entertaining stuff. I don't believe he's ever led his own group before. So that's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. I mean, I know he he's done it for a while now in NXT. But when you compare NXT to the main rosters, it's two totally different things. A lot of times we see gimmicks that work in NXT but don't necessarily translate on the main roster. And, um, you know, like I said, he's got playing that insane character. So I do have my hopes for this gimmick working out for him. And I guess time will tell, you know. Uh, switching gears here. Let's talk about the big story that's came out lately I'm talking about The Undertaker now it's been reported that The Undertaker will be wrestling at Super Showdown which is a show that WWE is putting on in Australia Uh, he's going to be main eventing that show going up against Triple H and they've always had a a good rivalry and uh, they done pretty good matches together they've main event in Wrestlemania a few different times so now it's also been confirmed 
that there's going to be a live event happening in New York City, Madison Square Garden. Uh, you will see The Undertaker. And this isn't a one-on-one match. So, which is good for him. It gives him a chance to kind of slow it down in the ring. But he will be teaming up with Braun Strowman and Roman Reigns. So, I mean, you got a team consisting of three really big guys. Um, And you're going up against Elias, Baron Corbin, and Kevin Owens. Um, Looking at it on paper, I would say that there's no reason why The Undertaker, Reigns, and Strowman should lose the match. To me, it seems pretty obvious they're going to win. And um, that's where I expect that whole match to go. I mean, I expect there to be like a tombstone or a choke slam in that match at some point. Undertaker's trademark moves. But then, uh, also going around, it's kind of rumored that The Undertaker will be wrestling at SummerSlam. Now, nothing has been confirmed yet. However, it most likely will be a main event match. And uh, I'm expecting it to be against a decent name wrestler. Um, you know, you start thinking about, well, who can the Undertaker face at SummerSlam? He could have a potential rematch maybe with John Cena. I think that would make sense. Cena also hasn't really been on TV in a while. He could go up against Braun Strowman. They've had their run-ins before. I don't know if that's a match he necessarily would win. Because it seems like the WWE machine is really backing behind uh, Braun Strowman. Which they should. He's a monster of a guy. Crowd always pops for him. Which is always going to help in the wrestler's favor, especially if they're a good guy. Uh, You can also have him go up against someone like Kevin Owens. I mean, Kevin Owens is probably the top heel in, I want to say, in all of WWE, really. I mean, you got to think it's either him or The Miz. But, I mean, at the very least, Kevin Owens is the biggest heel they have on Monday Night Raw. I mean, I can see Kevin Owens running his mouth about something and eventually The Undertaker coming back and facing him at WrestleMania, which I would see The Undertaker winning that match. Uh, Now, out of all those matches I just listed for you guys, if you want my personal opinion, or even if you don't, too bad, I'm going to give it to you, um, I want to see The Undertaker go up against John Cena. I want a rematch, because the match at WrestleMania, while it was great seeing the dead man back in action, too short of a match, too one-sided. The Undertaker's had opportunities now to kind of test out that hip replacement surgery he had. So I want to see them go full force. A full-on match, back and forth. Personally, I would like to see The Undertaker win, Whether that happens or not, that remains to be seen. 
Uh, I would like to hear back from you guys, though. Now, I want to know what you guys think. Who should The Undertaker go up against? Uh, what storylines would you like WWE to use for him? I mean, who knows how much longer he has in the in the business, you know? How much gas is left in the tank? But uh, I want to hear about other topics from you guys, too. So don't be afraid to hit us up on Twitter, at ProWPodcast. Um, if you guys have a show you want to recommend for the WWE Network Pick of the Week, uh, by all means, don't say just... Tag us in the posting, be like, hey, check this show out on the network for quick hits. I'll, of course, review it. And uh, if it's any good, I'll promote the hell out of it on here. Remember, check out Photoshoot featuring Goldust. Uh, let us know what you guys think about the Ronda Rousey deal with ESPN covering it and all the drama surrounding that. And, uh, you know... Extreme Rules is also the next pay-per-view that's going to be coming to the WWE Network. I don't have the date in front of me. Uh, It's too early to review anything. They haven't really put together much of a card. So as soon as the card becomes more available, as always, me and Nick will pick it apart on Pro Wrestling Podcast. So, uh... Yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. I mean, normally on the old app I would use, I had a 15-minute time limit. And uh, I didn't change the amount of topics I usually talk about. And I just kept talking, and I looked down at the clock to see how long it's been. It's been about 18 minutes so far, which is good. Because if I was using the old app, right now I kind of... Well, right now I'll be over, but that just means that I've been rushing through that last segment about The Undertaker, and that's something I wanted to take time with. And, uh, like I said, I want you guys hitting us up on Twitter. Uh, follow us at ProWPodcast. You can tune in to the Pro Wrestling Podcast every, I believe Nick posts it every Sunday. Which makes sense. I post quick hits every Sunday too. So uh, definitely check those two shows out. And uh, just give us some feedback. We love hearing from you guys. I know I've been rambling on about that for the last minute and a half or so. But, uh, you know, this has been a really big week in wrestling so far, as far as WWE goes. Uh, before I end the show, though, I do want to express my condolences once again to the passing of WWE legend Vader and uh, I no doubt in my mind he will be in the Hall of Fame when will he be in the Hall of Fame I don't know I mean if it was up to me I would have put him in this year so hopefully with his passing maybe they go next year Uh, and again I'm not sure who all they're considering for it Sometimes they also base it off the location of WrestleMania. I'm not sure where WrestleMania is going to be, but, you know, it's WrestleMania. It's always going to be good. Let's just hope that uh, Vader makes a Hall of Fame this year. Uh, Again, my condolences to the White family. 
So, uh, no, I guess I'll see you guys next week. Uh, let's hope this publishes the right way. You know, like I said, it's my first time using this. I'm kind of testing the waters out a little bit. So, uh, we're right at the 20 minute mark. So, I'm going to end it here. So, uh, moving forward, though, with this app, the show will be anywhere between 20 and 30 minutes, I'm guessing. So, uh, just make sure you guys tune in next week. And, uh, thanks for stopping by.